Blog Talk Radio. We are back, 2021, coming in strong, the dumping ground. I'm your host, Makisha Clay and Lee, a certified life coach. I want to thank, personally, start off by thanking each and every person who listens, who leaves a comment. I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I would not be here without you, and I appreciate your support. All the shows as you know, our archive from today all the way up until the, we began. You know, last week I celebrated my one-year anniversary of the dumping ground. So this year I, my goal is to expand. So I just want to thank you so much for riding this ride with me. You know, this platform was created to be a listening ear, a safe place where you can dump off your problems and pick up some solutions. So the cool thing about this is for February and March, we're starting a new series called Knowledge is Power. Each episode, I will have a special guest that will empower our mind, body, and soul. Our 2021 vision this year is Knowledge is it Power. Applied Knowledge is Power. Eric Thomas, that is his quote. Let's read it again. Let me read it again. It says, Knowledge isn't power. Applied. Knowledge is power. And that quote is Eric Thomas. When I saw that, that jumped out to me because the Bible also said we perish from the lack of knowledge. So for me, I want to empower. I want you, I'm about empowering, and I want every episode to be effective to sow a seed. And each person that's on the, here, on the sound of my voice who hears this, that it will fear your fire to start acknowledging you, giving you knowledge to different areas in our lives so we can do leave greatness behind as we go from day to day. Uh, uh, that's my goal. That's my goal. Tonight, I have an amazing queen. She's joining tonight's episode. Let me read her bio. Melissa Bridges is from Columbus, Mississippi. Hey, hey, my native town. She run those streets where I used to run. She has served 19 years in the United States Air Force. Thank you so much, Melissa, for serving our country. She has spent her time using her personal and career experiences to help people master their debt in advance. The ultimate goal is to help clients prepare for unexpected money changes, retirement, critical, and chronic illness, and death. She knows that no single approach Hey, she knows that she's customizing to you. She understands that she can't take one thing approach for each person. So she's knowledgeable into knowing to help you cartel it just for you. She received her education at the University of Maryland, um, the University of Maryland, the University College of, with a bachelor's in English and a minor in sociology. She's currently enrolled at Columbia Southern University in the MBA program from Human Resources Management. She also earned her life license in November 2020, and she's currently licensed in 16 different states. When I say this young lady is a hustler, she takes hustler to a whole nother level. I remember 
her when she was young, she always had that ambition and the the the, the just grind and the just work hard. And that's just one reason why I wanted her to come on the show and just tell us some things about her business and give us some tips and knowledge about death. Something around family, let's give a warm welcome to Melissa Bridges. Melissa! Thank you, Makisha. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I just feel like um, it's just an honor for you, number one, to invite me, but it's an honor to know that uh, we come from the same place, have similar backgrounds, and that you're using um, your God-given talents to reach out to people, and then you're using those talents to have other people that you know to reach out to educate people. And I love that quote from Eric Thomas about applied knowledge, because you can know Mm-hmm. a lot but if you don't apply it it, it won't be useful for mm-hmm. you so i love That's that thank good. you so much for that introduction thank you so much for coming on tonight i so appreciate it from the bottom of my heart you know like i said i've been watching see i'm a i'm an observer so i've been observing your page for a while i've been seeing how you move even though i've been knowing you for years right but I've been watching your page and I see the grind and the hustle that the woman that you are of integrity and I just had to reach out just you know because I want you to help us you know with the United States we're already in trillions of dollars of debt right and Dave Ramsey said 80% of Americans are in debt so this is a problem right and I think we need to learn how to do things differently, right? Because we try doing it the same way, and that's called insanity, and we got the same results. So in order to get a different result, we got to do something different, right? So tonight, I will give you the floor to educate us so we can do things differently, and we can make, because I'm about, you're about leaving generation wealth for your children. I'm about leaving generation wealth for my children, and we have to start with this debt piece. So, Melissa, you have the floor. I'm so excited. Woo-hoo! Thank you so much, Makisha. So I, I just feel like anything that I do, I put my heart into it. I put my heart, my soul into it. I'm passionate about it. And I always say, you know, people are my passion, but it also goes to, well, what about people? And it's just the education piece for me or to make sure if you see someone down, uplift them. And then also stories or um, testimonies that we've been through. At certain points, we have to share that with people because sometimes people only see the great things that we have in life. And they don't know what we had to do to get there. They don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. how debt can affect you. It can cause depression. It can cause people to commit suicide. You know, it's a lot going on with that. We have people who are homeless now that even served in the military. And I I think, you know, I put a plug in for my homegirl, Shadonna McFall. She does most heroes and she has vested her entire life to helping veterans get back on their feet. And so these things are important. I partner with her on a lot of things as well. And that's all about that networking. That's important. But today, I just wanted to bring up um, four great topics, um, you know, tips on how we can manage debt and saving strategies and four topics. The first one will be to always pay yourself first. The second one will be mm-hmm. to focus on the debt that you have. The third one is make a budget and stick to it. The fourth one is know how money grows 
and then invest that money in a properly structured life insurance policy. But what I want to bring up is, and you read it in my bio, that there is no single approach that works for everyone. So what may work for me may not work for um, you, Keisha. It may not work for you. It may not work for you and your family because at that point, Mm -hmm. it depends on what type of finances that you have at the time. But it also, Mm -hmm. and I tell people a lot, in order to grow, we have to change our mindset. And that's very Mm -hmm. important. I think mindset is important. Um, So we say, you know, we want to leave a legacy. We want to leave generational wealth. But how do we do that? How do we do that? Mm -hmm. We we can't leave generational wealth through GoFundMe. That's just not the way that it it is designed to be. And in the Bible, it tells you, you need to leave an inheritance to your children. And I talk about Mm -hmm. that all the time. And when I talk about my mastering debts in advance, it's, just mm-hmm. not about you. It's about your children and your children's children. That's leaving a legacy. Mm-hmm. That's leaving generational wealth. So I'll jump into my first point. And mm-hmm. I look at it like when I say always pay yourself first, that means to me, create your own stimulus. Be your own stimulus. You yeah. shouldn't have to wait on the government. Now, when you mm-hmm. say pay yourself first, well, Melissa, what does that mean? Because a lot of us have an issue with this. We'll pay every mm-hmm. bill that we have, and then we leave ourselves with nothing. So when I think about that, that means you need to have a separate checking and savings account because I know that Mm -hmm. in this savings account, I'm not going to touch this money. But I know in this checking, this is what my bills come from. So you have to look at your pay. Some people pay tithes and offering. The normal amount is 10%. Some people go above Mm -hmm. and beyond that. If you're blessed to do that, Mm -hmm. be blessed to be a blessing. That's another one of my mottos. But save 10 Mm -hmm. to 15% of your paycheck. That means you're paying yourself first. And then mm-hmm. add all your bills up. I'm a visual person. Write the vision, make it plain. It's in the Bible. Write mm-hmm. it down so that mm-hmm. you can see it. You can read over it. You can study that. So when you add all your bills up to see exactly who you're paying, what you're paying, and when you have to pay them, that's important. But then you need to do some goal setting. I love that you brought mm-hmm. up Dave Ramsey. I actually attended one of his um, courses, an eight to 10 week course. Back in 2018, mm-hmm. I learned so much. I applied that, and I saved even more money. I, I mean, just by applying some simple rules. So the first thing I say is set a goal. And if you want to mm-hmm. do a minor goal, that minor goal would be $1,000. I think that's something that everyone can, can do, right? Yep. And once yep. you do that, then after you've added up all your bills, you multiply that by four, you multiply that by five, you multiply that by six. What do I need to do to have four months of emergency funds? What do I need to do to have Mm -hmm. five months of emergency funds, six months? Because you know what? That wasn't important to some people until the pandemic happened. And then they were furloughed. Then they were out of a job and left with nothing. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, that's true. And a lot of people say, well, you can't save what you don't have. Okay, consider getting a side hustle. Consider getting Mm -hmm. a second job. Consider entrepreneurship. It's a lot of different options out there. You're going to look at your nine to five. We work, we work, we work. We make our bosses rich. What do we get out of that? Some people don't even get a bonus at the end of the year. So those things are important. So that's always paying yourself first and creating your your own stimulus. That's my first point. Um, My second, when I say focus on the debt you have, I stress that you because sometimes we're always worried about what what other people are doing. If we put that Mm -hmm. and align with ourselves, I think that we could have tremendous 
uh, gain in anything we do. We're changing our mindset. We're aligning. We're mm-hmm. focusing on our debt. So you already wrote down your bills. It's right there in front of you. Now you have right. to say, well, what am I going to do about it? So if mm-hmm. you can afford to pay your bills in full, do that. But the main thing mm-hmm. that most of us miss the mark on is that sacrifice, living below mm-hmm. our means. We want, we want the big car. Yeah, God promised mm-hmm. you that you can live in the best, you know, drive mm-hmm. best. He did. But you also mm-hmm. have to be financially sound and smart about things. And That's then true. you can get to that. You can get to that promise. So if you live below your means or eat out less, consider buying your food at the grocery store and food prepping. Maybe if you have mm-hmm. a job that a lot of people go to, consider carpooling. Compare the insurance companies. You know, I was with this one company mm-hmm. for years, for years. And then one day I said, let me call around. I'm actually saving over $161 <laughs> a month. I was faithful to this wow. insurance company, but what were they doing for me? And I, right. and you know what I did? I took that same policy. I gave it to a nice mm-hmm. agent. She gave me the same thing, and I'm saving $161 a month. Wow. Just by doing that. So when I say I save it, well, Melissa, what are you doing with that money? Well, I, I'm glad you asked. I'll let you know about that later on. <laughs> so, and then look at what you pay on your cell phone. So a lot of people say, I'm not getting a prepaid phone. Well, why not? It's a lot of right. companies out here, Straight Talk, Cricket, a lot okay. of other different cell phone companies. Guess what? They use the same Verizon Tower. They use the same That's Sprint Tower. Right. You're paying You're right. for a name brand when you can have a prepaid phone. It uses the same tower. You can still make overseas calls. You can still have your internet, all of that. You have to consider these things. And that's a lot of things that I do when I'm with my clients. I look at their finances and I'm wondering, and I was one of those people that was spending $129 on one phone bill a month. Why? Why? And then just say, it's time to take a trip. Well, maybe you can't go on that girl's trip or that guy's trip this year. Because even though the yeah. tickets may be cheap due to COVID, you got to pay for the hotel, you got to pay for food, and that money you could be paying towards getting your credit card. Your especially, yes, That's especially it. if you have to charge it on a credit card. And Ooh. speaking of credit cards, we have to prioritize mm-hmm. our credit card payments. If you have a balance on more than one card, my suggestion is because remember, you already wrote this down pay off your highest interest rate first. Pay off your mm-hmm. highest interest rate first. And another thing you can do, you can get on the phone, call the credit card companies. Remember, it's just a person on the other line just like you. And you ask them, especially if you've been paying every month on time, ask them to lower your mm-hmm. interest rate. The only thing they True. can tell you is yes or no. Yes or no. Yes, it. yes or no. And that's why I say, you know, especially with this last point on focus on the debt you have, consider a side hustle. Consider doing something else. Consider a second job, you know. If, if you're really mm-hmm. trying to get out of debt, that is an option for you. And so a lot of things that I may say here tonight, you know, people might say, I'm hungry for this knowledge. And that doesn't mean you're going to agree with, with me. That's why I always say it's not a one size fit all. So you have to remember that. Mm-hmm. But when your goal is legacy and generational wealth, you have to do something different than what you've been doing if you're not on the path to what you where you want to be, especially if you have a three-year plan, a five-year plan. Those things are important. Um, my third one was make a budget and do it. So you, you always have to see if you have some breathing room in your monthly expenses to avoid falling behind. 
okay, this credit card mm-hmm. is I have to pay $500 a month. Well, what if I don't make the 500 And then the other question is, why is it $500 a month or whatever exactly. it is? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because making the minimum payments on these credit cards, you know, re- really not good at all. It's ripping you, you off. It's ripping you yes, off. it's ripping you off. Mm-hmm. And in Dave Ramsey's course, he'll let you know some people brag about credit, and that's what we've been taught. But if you mm-hmm. were to buy things with cash and to use your money that you have, which most of us don't, you wouldn't need credit to do that. You wouldn't mm-hmm. need credit. So now that you do have the credit, if you're going to have credit, you need to have the best possible credit score to put yourself in an advantage with these companies it's so that you can get what you want. Yeah, and I, and I tell mm-hmm. people, you know, it's okay to have one to two fun things or extracurricular activities in your budget. You have to live, but it needs to be in moderation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If That's you want to get your nails done, your toes done, go to the movies, um, buy yeah. your your drink of choice, do it in moderation. Don't do it in so excess mm-hmm. where you're falling behind yeah. on your bills, okay? And I, I just have some different ways, and, and Keisha, I'm sure you've heard of these ways that you can save money without putting it in the bank, you know, like the mm-hmm. dime challenge. Some people get yep. a two-liter bottle. Every time they come home, they drop a dime in this bottle, a nickel in the other bottle, or just drop all their change in there. And they do it for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes January 1st is a great start for people to start to start doing things. But you can start any time. You can start as soon as we get off this call. You can start. Yeah. You know, you have mm-hmm. the nickel challenge. Uh, right now I'm doing the envelope challenge. It's number mm-hmm. 1 through 100. Um, I label it 1 through 100. I started, actually my cousin told me about this. On January 1st, day one, $1, day two, $2. When you're done, you have $5,000 in cash, mm-hmm. in envelopes. Then you can choose mm-hmm. to do whatever you want to do with that money. My thought to you is make a goal of what you want to do with that $5,000 in the next 100 days. Make a goal yeah. of what you want to do with it. Because it's easy. Because guess what? I'm saving money because I've been food prepping since January 1st. I'm saving a lot that's of money without going, out, without going out to eat. So I think that's important. Uh, other ways to save, save every $5 bill that you have for a year. Save every $10 mm-hmm. bill. Just It's just different options out there saving money. But if I don't say anything else, the goal is to always pay yourself first, like we said. I think that's the most mm-hmm. the most important thing. That's that important. You can yep. That's important. Pay yourself first. Um, my fourth point was just to know how money grows. Um, because a lot of people really don't know how money grows, and then we leave our money just stuck in the bank. And you know what the bank does mm-hmm. with our money? They buy life insurance. <laughs> they pay, they pay <laughs> other people. They invest it. Your money is used to do a lot of things in the world. So when we talk about building a legacy and generational wealth, I just really think about the ways that money grows. And it's three ways that money grows. And it's fixed, variable, and indexed. And the first one is fixed. And we're all familiar with this because that's the money that we have in the banks, like our savings accounts, mm-hmm. our mutual funds, our bonds. But, Keisha, if I was to ask you right now, what interest rate do you get in your checking or savings account? Do you know off the top of your head? Girl, this thing's so low. Um, exactly. It's like, it's so low. Um, my daughter just had to tell me about a new um, it's like the it's oh shoot you know why you had to put me on the spot I'm think about it. it's um because she she found this um bank 
that for your savings it's it's um it's more than like what the banks let me now you're gonna have to keep talking. I'm about to find so, it now. So some I, of it are more but you have to have a certain amount in there. So say for example, mm-hmm. they may give you a one point two if you have twenty five thousand dollars or more, right? But most right. of us mm-hmm. don't have the twenty five thousand just sitting in our bank account. So you're gonna get a point zero two to a point zero six interest on there. So you have to think about That's the rule true. of seventy two. Whatever your interest rate is you um, think about rule of 72, you divide that by nine, that's how long it's going to take mm-hmm. you to earn something on your money, 0.02 yeah. to 0.06. I had a client the Damn. other day who had $100,000 in the bank, in her savings account. At the end of the year, she earned $11.19. I just think that that's, that's ludicrous because $100,000 and the only interest you're getting off of it is $11.19. So, you know, we like our fix because when we get ready to go to the mm-hmm. ATM, it's liquid. We can pull it as long as it's in your account. You can pull that money right. out. Some people even let you pull it out and you get an overdraft, right? That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. We like it because it's safe, and meaning it's mm-hmm. FDIC protected up to $250,000. But the, right. the, the thing we don't like is it has little to no growth because of that interest rate. And then we lose purchasing mm-hmm. power every year because of inflation. Prices are going that's up. True. So that's very important. Now, the next one is how money grows is your variable account. These mm-hmm. are our qualified mm-hmm. plans. And most of us are familiar with that, the 401Ks, the 403Bs, mm-hmm. our military that have the thrift saving plan. Now, 80% of people place their money here. But when, it, when we say mm-hmm. variable, you know that it's going to go up and down. It's attached to the market. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we don't like about the variable is it's not liquid. You can't get it anytime yeah. you want without a penalty. Mm-hmm. You have yes, your money true. in a 401k. If you don't roll it over, you pull it out. They're going to penalize you that's before age and a half, yeah. right? But think that's, about it. That's true. You already paid tax on the money when you put it in, correct? That's true. And that's true. Now you pull it out, you're going to pay tax on and it again. And you pay taxes again. Yeah, and then you have to mm-hmm. file it on your income tax because you pulled it out. That's Why funny. should you have to yep. pay two to three times? Now, during COVID, some people were allowed to take money out without paying a penalty, mm-hmm. but that was during right. the pandemic, but that is not every day. Right. right. What we true. don't like about these variable accounts, the 401ks, 403bs, TSP, is it's not safe because remember, it's attached to the market and it's not recession proof. A lot of people lost money during the housing market crash in 2008. Yep. A lot of people lost mm-hmm. money now with COVID and then that makes people yep. scared and what do they want to do at first? They want to pull all their money out. Pull all their money um, out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we do like the variable because it has speculative growth. When the market is up, we're yeah. happy. But think about That's it. The market true. may be up this year, just as an example. Um, but then you say, well, I got 5% this year. Okay, great. What did you get the last five years? Now, let's mm-hmm. add that up mm-hmm. and divide by five. You probably only got a 1.2% or maybe less. So that's something yeah, to think yeah. about with a variable account. Um, the last way that money grows is our indexing. Now, 5 to 6% mm-hmm. of the wealthy, they do this. Now, with index, it's recession-proof. So you get the highs of the market without the lows. So what do you mean by that, Melissa? Um, it's attached to the market, the S&P 500. So you get no mm-hmm. loss, but you get growth. So you can get, just say, a 6 to 12% return on your money, depending on what type of vehicle that you're in. But if the market mm-hmm. goes down, you're capped at a 0% floor. What we love about mm-hmm. the index is it's liquid. You can get your money anytime. It's safe. Mm-hmm. It's tax-free. And like I said, wow. it's attached 
it's attached to the market, but you have a 0% floor. Now, the great mm-hmm. thing about it, it, it uses the compound interest. So I asked this yeah. question of, if I came to your house right now uh, with the briefcase, and it was $1 million in the briefcase, I say, Keisha, would you take this $1 million or would you take this penny compounded over the next 31 days? Which one would you pick? If I could compound it, and it, I'm going to take the compound over the $1 because $1 million, once they're gone, that's a wrap. <laughs> okay, but most people say they take the $1 million. And at first, before I learned all this, I would take the $1 million right now because that's the microwave. We want it right now. We don't want it in the crock pot. We don't want it to slow cook. But if we wait the 31 days and the penny compounded, that's over $10 million. So I think that that's very important when you think about it. Yeah, that. So you, yeah you, made a, you made a great choice. So if I was to ask you, out of the three ways that money grows, fixed, variable, index, which one would you choose to make your money grow? I'm going to hit that index because I already index. got this variable and this fixed. Because, that's right. Uh, I got this 401k and it ain't doing nothing. I got this fix and and it ain't doing nothing. So I, That's I got right. to do something different. I got to do something different. So yeah, so we, I would take we that. like to use the indexing strategy and how we do that is through life insurance, a properly protected life mm-hmm. insurance policy. And and what I want people to realize is if you change your mindset and look at life insurance as an asset instead of a bill, then you can see the power of the index. Now, mm-hmm. it all depends on, remember, it's not a one-size-fit-all. Some people um, will say, and I do agree with them, so I, I can look at it both ways because I know how I was brought up, and I know the things mm-hmm. that I um, went through. But you look at it like some people say, well, I was always taught to never use insurance as a savings or retirement account because of the penalties. Can I just get a mm-hmm. term policy and then use the excess and invest in a Roth IRA or uh, something similar? So that is a good strategy for the ones that are not financially stable. Some coverage is mm-hmm. better than no coverage at all, right? At all, that's, right? That's only if you're concerned with death benefits. But just say if mm-hmm. tomorrow, if you, got, if you got cancer or if you got any critical chronic terminal illness, the power of mm-hmm. the indexing in a life insurance policy can provide you your death benefit up front, a portion of that, to help with that illness. And I think that is very important for people in our community. I think that's important for yeah. everyone to know. And it depends on how your that's policy true. right, is structured for you. That's so true. when we think about, you know, doing the term and investing the rest, you also have to remember that, you know, Roth RA has an annual contribution limit, um, but also mm-hmm. indexing policies, insurance policies do as well. So if if insurance can do both, think about being diversified. Think about mm-hmm. being a legacy. Because at what yeah. point does the term end? Some of them end at age 60, 65. That's Some true. of them start that's accumulating true. extra money every five years you have to pay. So that mm-hmm. all depends yeah. on what you want at the time. you know. And I also look at when you say, hey, if I have a one-month-old child and I already save $50 a month for this child, why wouldn't I save it in an insurance investment for the kids so that mm-hmm. they can already be locked into insurance? And if they get a pre-existing medical condition, they're already locked in for life. It's nothing else they have, to, they have to do. So I think that that's important. We also have to keep in mind that, you know, less than 1% of term policies actually pay out the death benefit. And it's no cash mm-hmm. value, you know. 
so you you basically lose the policy. And then 98 to 99% of people who have a term policy, they outlive the policy. So with the index mm. universal life policies, they go to age 121. I don't know anybody uh-huh. in America that, have, that has lived past age 121. But what I want people to realize is you have to sit down with a professional to make mm-hmm. sure you do what's right for you and your family. I put numerous right. people into a term policy, and then I say, hey, in two to three years, let's relook at your finances to see if we can mm-hmm. find something better for you. But we don't want right. people to, to pass away and then leave a burden mm-hmm. on other people. On the other people. Yeah. And I think that that's important. I think that's very that's, important. That's good. That's good stuff, girl. I I, I am so excited that you again that you came on tonight and um shared this information because like you said, I know I was taught to get a term, right? My mom right. had a term, everybody had a term. And I always un- didn't understand why like these other nationalities will be borrowing from their policy and then when I, I think I had Prime America one time and I called them and I was like, Do I have that? They're like, Mm you got terms <laughs> It's just so listen, I, I love I love the fact that even when you didn't know, you still knew to have yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I love the but fact I was that like, Well, you want to know why? I want to be able to borrow against my policy. If I, can get, if I can put my child through college with something right. I'm paying for every month. I'll be ignorant but, but too, right? Some people, some people don't agree with borrowing money from yourself. But how many times have you went uh-huh. to the bank, and not just you specifically, and they told you no because of your credit score? So yes. if you had the financial means to borrow from yourself, even if it was a 4 to 6% interest, isn't that better than saying no? But if you borrow from yeah. yourself, you should be financially sound to use that money to create more wealth to not only pay yourself back, if you choose to, but also to get interest on that or to double that money and now can have another vehicle where you can get more money to create generational wealth. I think that's important. It's the same with the college um, 529. I had my children in there for years. And um, when mm-hmm. I went through my divorce, I didn't want to pull money out of my account. I said, I'll just pull yeah. it out of the 529. They said, no, ma'am, this is only for college. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so it's so it's just sitting there because guess what? Now yeah. my children are in a properly protected index universal life insurance policy where mm-hmm, if I mm-hmm. didn't want to pull the money out, I could. But God, when they turn, yeah, when they turn 18, whatever they choose mm-hmm. to do, if I need that money at the time, yes, I will borrow from myself. That works for me. Yeah. What works for me may not mm-hmm. work for someone, but I just want people to ensure that when we're saving, when we're talking about, mastering debts in advance because once you turn 65 that's the you know and and when I say 65 the world has put it in our mind that that's the retirement age retirement shouldn't be about age retirement (laughs) should be about I have this money to live until this age or to do whatever I want to do some of my clients I ask them what age you want to retire and I love speaking to that 24 year old that has that ambition they say I'm retiring at 40 Put me in something mm-hmm. where I can pay this a month so at age 40 I have this much money. And that's where the that's retirement good. planning comes in. And you know what's disheartening to me is to know that I have military members that have been in 20 years 
and they get out and, and they say that their retirement plan is to have Social Security, which we may not get because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. And which true. And they want to have their retirement or their disability. Mm-hmm. Who's to say yeah. you're going to get 100% disability? And I say, That's well, what's true. in your savings account? What's in your bank account? Oh, no, I've been living. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. So you've worked mm-hmm. for someone for 20 years. And yep. you don't have any money saved. That's yeah. discouraging. That's discouraging. And that's a lot that of is. things that, that is, you know, to me, that's something that's really going on in the black and brown community today. Because all we were taught was when you get out of work, school, work, work. even, yep, when you turn 15 or 16, get a job. Well, why isn't mm-hmm. anyone saying make something, become an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. get a hustle? Nope. It's get a job, nope. go to school. Get a job, go to school. No one ever said, yes. you know, do something different. And even, and even if you get in a job and go to school, like we have, I have plenty of friends who got a job and go to school, but they still in debt. They still don't have, they may have a little bit more, but they still don't have happiness. They still don't have, uh, con- you know what I'm saying, contentment. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that is, we were missing something. We were totally... And I, me personally, I remember a lot of coming from where we came from. We had a lot of good entrepreneurial people within Mississippi, Columbus. Is yet I just know within my family, um, like you said, it was just taught to go to school and get your education or get a job, right? And right. I had to catch on the bandwagon at the any at the at the ladder. <laughs> like, but think about be entrepreneurship, you know, you know, if you did that. 15 years earlier, 10 yeah. years earlier, or, or something. But because our parents, now that we know, what will we do for our children? What will we set up for their children? I have some people that, that I feel they need to change their mindset. Well, I had to work. I had to do it. Well, if you know the struggle mm-hmm. that you had, why would you want your child? Now, I understand hard work. Mm-hmm. And I tell my daughter this all the time. She says, what are you going to give me for cleaning up? Well, you're not going to get anything for cleaning up because I want you to change your employee mindset to a business mindset. Now, if you Mm -hmm. tell me that you read a book, I can give you some money for that. If you help me with my business, I can give you some money for that. I want you to be business minded to the point where she has her own hand scrub. She did that for a little while right. before the pandemic and during the pandemic, made her own money. She has her own bank account. She knows how to look at her debit card, swipe it, put mm-hmm. in herself, go to the ATM. These are things I'm teaching her early because tomorrow right. is a promise. Right. If I'm not That's here, true. True. she has to know these things of how she can make money for herself without having a job. That's her own business. And That's she's true. nine years old. So I think that that's that, very important. That, you 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 doing an amazing job. I I think that's pretty amazing because I taught Ariel. My my daughter' name is Ariel. She is a senior in college. She graduates April twenty fourth. Ariel, she, I taught her to produce. I said, hey, we have enough consumers. I, we have enough consumers. You need to be producing something and. So she uses her talent, and I'm not, and this is, she uses her talents and her gifts to produce. Because the Bible says your talents and gifts will make room for you. So she's doing that. I said, you're not going to be like your, your mom. You're going to be the better version of us. You're not going to be in corporate America like your mom. 
I've been here for 21 years. I didn't took the struggle. I didn't took the, the all of it for you. This is not this is not how you gonna do. This is not right. the standard. This is not what you are gonna be doing. Sorry, not gonna happen. You're gonna yeah, be producing that's something that's going to change this world and and gonna and, and gonna pour over an abundance to you. So what you're doing to your showing your daughter and teaching your daughter is the exact same thing. We we the thing the problem with us as American we consume too much. We consume you just a fat cat and you're not pulling nothing back out. You're not building nothing, and you're not producing nothing. We're just sitting here just wasting 24 hours. This is what Michael was telling you earlier. What are you right. doing with the 24 hours that God is giving you? You got the same 24 hours that Oprah and Tyler Perry got. What's the difference between them? They did something. So what are you going to do with those 24 hours that God gave you? Yeah, you may have to work your job. Your, your job between the hours of the daytime, but the nighttime, you may have to sacrifice some time to do some things or your passions or something to show mm-hmm. seeds or something into your passion and purpose that you have. You're going to have to do it. If you want a different result, you have to do something different. Or not, it's called insanity. If you keep doing the same old thing, wanting a different result, it, that is the definition of yep. insanity. On my lunch so, break, Melissa, uh, you know. I used to ride around. I used to go get something to eat. Now I sit, I make phone calls. I call my clients. I do my follow-ups on my lunch. Um, I think those are important. Um, I'm going to recap my four points really quick. I have to put a a plug in before we go. So, you know, just to recap, the things we talked about was always paying yourself first, you know, creating your own stimulus. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Focusing on the debt that you have making a button mm-hmm. and sticking to it, and then know how money grows. Remember, we talked about the three ways, fixed, variable, yep. and index. And then invest in a properly structured life insurance policy that's for you, not for anyone mm-hmm. else. So, you know, anyone that's mm-hmm. listening today or listening in the future, you know, if you're considering having your own business, helping people, if that's your passion, not just making the money because the money will come. I, I mean, I've made $1,000 in 45 minutes. That That's mm-hmm. legally legally so a lot of people <laughs> you know make more than that and yes they're like well you're in the military why do you work so much well it's not about me it's about leaving a legacy for these mm-hmm. children so That's you can awesome. email me um at mastering debt yes. and advance at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can follow me on facebook um mastering debts mm-hmm. in advance or instagram mastering debts in advance but if you have a passion for people and you're considering having your own business i would just love to chat with you I like to have great people on the team who have that open mindset, who's willing to make a change for not only themselves, but the people in our community. I think that's very important and having a great heart to share the knowledge, but not only do that, apply it. Because when I talk to clients, I say, here's an example of my policy. Here's an example Mm -hmm. of what I do to say, because they have to see that you're living it. That's it. In order for them to believe, it has to be working for for somebody. So I I think that those things are important. I'm very passionate about generational wealth and leaving a legacy because we have to leave things better than how we found it. And remember what I said, Keisha, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all to people who don't agree. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Find what works for you. It's experts out there. God put these talents in people to help you and Mm -hmm. to empower you. And all we have to do is get the knowledge and apply it like Eric Thomas said, and I think we'll be fine. But I appreciate you. That's it. 
I appreciate you so much, Miss Melissa. It has been a great honor hearing you. I appreciate you giving these tips and um, sowing these seeds into people's lives. And I will post your contact information on the, I think it's already posted, but so people, if they want to connect with you, chat with you, so you can help people do, be a better version of themselves. So that's that's our show for tonight, Miss Melissa. Thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart. I and thank you for having me. You. I look forward to speaking thank you. to you again. All right, have a good night. All right, sweetie. You do the same. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye.